<laughs> ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. most important part of a podcast is wine. Cheers. <laughs> Ooh, that oh, was that was a ring. good one. Oh my God. Are these mm. crystal glasses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yum. And you couldn't even hear it. That was so good. Well, hi, Jenna. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We are so excited about this book. Yeah. On to book two of the Crowns and Yaxias. This is the Ashes and the Starcross King. I I loved this book so much. Which book did you like better, the first or the second one? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I feel like I liked the first book better only because I like like the whole like trials, you know, as yeah. a I mean it's not exactly a trope, but you know what I mean? I love uh, good trials like reminds me yeah. of uh, so many other type styles of books um, but that was something in general I thought was really cool about this duology was yeah. the two books felt like very different like different types of stories but in a good way you're right, right. like the first one was you know all these trials going through like this specific event mm-hmm. right and and ending at the at the end of that book coming into the second part which I feel like was a lot more um, like political and right. more of like the scheming of um, people in power, and um, it was like a different side of her self discovery. Yeah. So I I actually really liked that about this I did series specifically, and I think the just the length of a duology is really fun. Right. I've read a I think that both of us have read a lot of really long series recently, mm-hmm. and. It's kind of nice to have it just be tied up in two books, even if they're oh, kind yeah. of longer books. Exactly. I didn't realize how big these were because I read them originally on my Kindle. And then <laughs> yeah. I got both hard copies and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how long the second one was. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> you Using Kindles are is deceptive it because is so I deceptive. feel like you read so much more and so fast when you're reading with a Kindle <laughs> because so you don't see the thickness of the book, mm-hmm. so it like doesn't scare you off, right? Yeah. But sometimes you look at some of them like it's like oh my gosh, I know <laughs> we're looking at the Priory of the Orange Tree and Day of Fall Night. They are huge yeah. and it's like it always gives me a little bit of scare to like mm-hmm. do I want to start it because I know this is going to be such such a huge feat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. But but yeah, I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I liked the first better. What about you? Did you really? like the first or the I, second book better? I liked the second one a lot better. Yeah. And I loved the first book. So not to say that I didn't like the first book because I gave them both five stars. Mm-hmm. Ooh, gotta get a little comfy. <laughs> I gave them both five stars. I love, love, loved the series. Um, but yeah, the second one, I don't know if it was maybe like... I know we're a little bit different in, like, you love the trials and everything. I love the character growth. Mm. That's my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And so I think having the growth between, like, who she was before and who she was becoming and, like, becoming stronger in herself and just having, like, different realizations, I thought that that was just gold. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny in some ways, like, as I'm thinking about the two books, it almost felt like the first book was more of a YA storyline and the yeah. second book was more of like an adult storyline. Uh-huh. And cause I feel like the first book also like her character development is more based around like discovering who she is on her own apart from her father and like what she wants out of life right. and who she wants to be as a person. And, um, you know, like developing these different friendships and things than she yeah. had before. And then again, it's like so different and, the second book that yeah. it felt like more of an adult storyline too of like having to deal with uh forgiveness and like understanding complicated motives yes. of doing the wrong thing but for the right reasons mm-hmm. or like doing all that kind of stuff which, which she sees with both rain and her father right exactly and so that's why i say it, but that felt like a more mature yeah uh side of character growth which is kind of cool i really liked that <laughs> 
But, I mean, I think I was even telling you with, like, Throne of Glass that, like, between Throne, and Gl Throne of Glass and Akatar, I almost liked Throne of Glass better because it is so much more character-driven mm -hmm. and there's a lot of plot. And don't get me wrong, these the spicy scenes in this series, like, I absolutely loved. What would you give for a chili pepper rating? <laughs> oh. I mean, I felt like there was some spice. I didn't feel like it was the spiciest book I have read. I know. Oh, maybe, maybe a... <laughs> Two and a half? Yeah, that, that's about what I was thinking, yeah. too. Two and a half out of five. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was like the quant quantity, quantity of was it low. was low, but the quality was high. Was very, very high. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> nervous because I, while I was only partially into the Serpent in the Wings of Night, yeah. I told my mom to download and oh, read it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, did she actually read it? She's been reading it. I oh. need to connect with her and see if she's actually finished it. Wait until she gets to the cave scene. <laughs> so there's like a little bit of that awkward, like, yeah. oh, well, I know my mom's going to be reading these too, so oh. I wonder what she thinks. I'd be so curious to hear But hey, she she's the one who gave me, you yeah. know, Fifty Shades of Grey to read, so, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. So if you're listening to this, hi, Mom, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for introducing us to this world. <laughs> it's funny because my mom also introduced me to Fifty Shades of Grey. Did she? We would like go see the movies at midnight when they came out. Wow. Yes. It was like, and I, I don't know. If I'm not a regular ever, mom. I'm a cool mom. Uh, my mom is a cool mom though. Same. Like, same. <laughs> she's. My mom is a cool mom. Cheers to cool moms. Cheers. Let me grab my wife. Cheers to cool moms. <laughs> That is, you got some nice crystal glasses. That's a good ding. That's a that good ding. That was a really satisfying ding. Mm. Well, while we're on the topic of dinging our wines. Yeah. <laughs> we, what do we have today, Jenna? Why do we have the type of wine we have? So we have a red wine inspired specifically from the scene when Araya is at her aunt's house and they're like eating with all the creepy kids and stuff and she <laughs> takes a sip of what she thinks is going to be wine out of a wine glass but it's actually blood and it kind of throws her off that she likes it <laughs> and so that was our inspiration for having red wine tonight I specifically loved it. out of when some heavy duty that, crystal <laughs> i know it is great it makes some really good sounds when we click the glasses <laughs> together <Sounds fine. laughs> and it's like one of those like really heavy like good heavy glasses yeah i love that yep I love it. So when you messaged me earlier and you're like, let's get let's get a good red blend. Yeah. I spent so long Picking looking. One out. Yeah, because I was like, I want to do something that's symbolic. Mm. And so I have um, a Dry Creek Valley, and it's called The Fugitive. Nice. Yes, because it brought me to the very beginning of the book. It was like rain at the end was kind like during the whole first book, he was kind of like a fugitive to me. Mm. And I kind of also felt like Araya was a fugitive, but not in, like, the traditional sense. More of, like, she's kind of running from herself and, like, mm. what her father has put her into. Oof. And so she's trying to find her new place in the world. Deep. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got, I got Maybe I got a little too deep with the one. No, I love it. I love the inspiration. I'm all for it. Are you kidding me? But it's delicious. It is delicious. It is a good one. Good choice. It's a good one. Excellent choice. So... Coming to the front of, like, the beginning of the book. Yeah. Did you think that they were going to stay together, or did you think she was going to hate him forever? Oh, I feel like I've read enough fantasy that I kind of thought that they would <laughs> yeah. come back together. But, man, I just, I, I remember I started this book mm -hmm. immediately on the heels of the uh, first book, and yeah. I was reeling from that, um, like, shock, because yeah. I don't know why. I feel like I should have, having read so many like enemies to lovers or like a fantasy type plots. I feel like I should have expected that betrayal. And I really did not, oh my gosh, I not didn't, in, I didn't not either. to the extent that no, it happened. And so, yeah. So I, coming into this book, I, yeah, I don't know. I really, I thought they still would come back together just from, is that Dixie's bone? It is. Making that sound. I can hear that in the mind. I know. Same. Okay, I they, apologize they if, up a lot. if you hear uh, clicking in the background. My dog is aggressively chewing a bone. Oh, yeah. so. She loves bones. Yep. <laughs> She's so funny. But, yeah, so I was, I was really, I don't know. I, I thought that they would stay together, but it was, I think especially at the very beginning of the book, it's, it's so clear from the beginning that even though Rain now has, like, the power yeah. that he was supposed to get, he's really unhappy. And I think I felt mm -hmm. that from the beginning, which... Like, I could feel his guilt, which made me 
think that she would yeah. probably come around to understand because he is really trying to be on her side, even from the beginning, even though like he knows he's putting her in a crappy position. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you? Did you think they were going to stay together? Did you think that she was going to be mad and that it was going to really truly become like a lovers to enemies kind of plot? Oh, you know, I, I was kind of on the fence. I didn't know which way that it was going to go because part of me was like, oh, like, she has really strong feelings about, like, everything. Mm. And so part of me was like, oh, she's never going to, like, live it down. She's never going to let him, like, be kind to her again. She's not going to accept that from him again. Because she's already been betrayed once by her father. And so yeah. now well, I'm and like... her ex-lover. And her... You're right. And her ex-lover. And yeah. now Rain. And so she's like, I'm never going to trust. And so I was, like, nervous that she just wasn't going to. I wanted them to come back together because... We kind of knew how he felt. Yeah. How he was already feeling sad about it and everything. And he didn't want, after knowing her, he didn't want to have to do that. Mm. But, I don't know, part of me was like, she's just going to be so stubborn that she's not going to be able to let it go. That's one thing I really love about a book that has multiple POVs. And, like, especially when you get the girl and the guy's perspective because I, I do think you get inside their heads much more. And I know that you had talked about previously, you kind of like um, like third person more than first person yeah. switching POVs. But this is this type of book is exactly the reason why I, I like mm-hmm. um, different POVs that are first person. Because right, yeah, I see that. you just, you like understand people's motives so much more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So like I, I felt like having Rain's perspective, especially early in the book, it was so clear that he didn't really want any of what happened to happen. Yeah. It was just, like, then he had already been pressured into this situation. Right. That he, like, had to follow through, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which I absolutely see that, too. I was was really hoping they would come back together and that she wouldn't, like, stay mad at him forever. But, well, it did. (laughs) Yeah. Were you surprised when he was as bloodthirsty as he was Towards the beginning when he, like, you know, chops off the head of the, yeah, like, no. noble that's in there? You weren't <laughs> Literally, surprised? Um, no, I was surprised. Oh, okay. I, like, when I was reading that, I was like, whoa, oh, my gosh. I could not believe that. Oh, that. Like, that got real real quick. It got real really quick. And he, like, outwardly didn't even give anybody, like, a glimpse that he was that upset. But mm-hmm. you're right. That's why I'm glad I had his point of view because he was clearly upset. And, yeah, I... It was definitely like a disengaging like yeah scene. <laughs> but it was funny too to like it was kind of a good reminder at how bloodthirsty Araya is because um, I yeah. loved that that <laughs> then like he sees it and he goes, the look on Araya's face struck me satisfaction. Bloodthirsty thirsty satisfaction. Like yeah. Oh yeah. She is she's just as bloodthirsty as he is, even if she's supposed to be a little human. But at this point, too, I don't remember when did she find out that she's actually like a blood relative of her father. Well, Did she know that at the end of the last book? Yeah, because when he died, she had the air mark. But yeah, she but didn't she know didn't what know, it meant. But she didn't know for sure that it was like a blood thing. Did right. she? Right. No, I don't think she did. Okay. I think I it was like it was definitely earlier on in this book where um, she started realizing that maybe she really was like actually a blood relative of Vincent. Yeah. And that, but she didn't know who her mother was, but she was having like flashbacks of like what she looked like. Mm. But then it kind of went on like throughout the book that like she would remember more and more because she was trying to. Mm. Yeah, I just, there were, it was, you know, going back and like when we were getting ready for this episode, I was like trying to flip through again and kind of like remind myself what all happened. And as I was looking in the beginning, there's all these little signs that, Mm -hmm. that it was actually like a blood thing. And I couldn't remember if she, when she found out. I don't think, I think it took her a little while to actually. I don't think it was in the beginning of the it, book that she knew, right? Yeah, maybe maybe it was later on. Yeah. And so, so it's been a couple weeks since we've read this. <laughs> yeah. But but it was so good that we had to, we had to had come, come back. We had to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, did you think, so when she escaped like pretty early from the room that she was being oh, locked like in. Oh, like a fugitive? <laughs> yes just like the fugitive our wine inspiration okay, wine. <laughs> but did you think that it was intentional that they left the door partially unlocked because remember she had talked mm-hmm. about that there was the so you th- you think it was oh, a yeah. really like plan do you think that rain knew yeah i do 
because he came down so quick after she was in that room and like knew exactly where she was, even yeah. though he was protect, but he was like protecting her right. of like not bringing other people in the room. So I couldn't tell if he just happened to cross it and could like smell her and knew she was there or if he kind of facilitated mm-hmm. the whole thing because he thought that maybe like that Septimus and everybody was trying to be like, Oh, I wonder what she'll do with this piece of broken glass. You know? Yes. I think that it was 100% on purpose because she mentions later on in the book that she, uh, oh, it was such a surprise that two of my locks were undone and I only had to use my magic to get the first one off because this was actually, so this happened, I think it was like the last probably quarter of the book when Septimus is talking about like, oh, I planned all of this and I put you in all of this. And she actually starts to have this realization that like, oh, he probably undid all of my locks too. Mm. And so somebody was absolutely behind her. Like, yeah. Whether, uh, your question was whether it was rain. I, I don't feel like he knew. I feel like he had an inkling Maybe he didn't know 100%. I don't know. I think, I think Septimus was really, like, pulling the strings mm-hmm. behind the scene for a lot of that. And so I feel like maybe Septimus put one of the guards up to it to leave it unlocked. Ooh. But I don't think Rain knew. I think that when Rain was, like, wandering through the, like, basement hidden room or whatever that, that Araya was in. Her? I think he And he smelled her because he even said that, right? He said something oh, yeah, to the he point did. He of, definitely like, did. that, like, you thought that I wouldn't smell you, right? Because... Mm-hmm. What did he say? Now I'm going to look and see. Oh, it it was something like, oh, you didn't think I would smell you? Yeah. (laughs) Something. Yeah, he goes, did you really think I wouldn't smell you, princess? Oh. He goes, are you going to come out from under that? Are you going to make me get you? (laughs) Oh, no. Don't get me. Oh, no. (laughs) A little primal play there. A little chasing scene. (laughs) Honestly, I was just kind of waiting for it to happen. Right. Because, again, she's so stubborn, but he thinks it's so fun. He thinks it's such a fun game that I think that would have been really entertaining. It would have been a really fun addition. (laughs) I don't know, but did you you believe him when he was trying to be very, like, I'm just trying to protect you, Araya? Like, I don't know. That early in the book, I don't know that I totally Um, believed him. Like, I felt like there was still secrets he was keeping I didn't believe he was being transparent there did you I did yeah. I did I thought he was being transparent even though Araya Araya clearly didn't think that she didn't think he was being like trying to help her and protect her and everything yeah. she was like you're keeping me prisoner but I thought like his intentions was to like I thought his intentions were pure I just think that he had a lot going on he never wanted to rule Mm-hmm. He never wanted to be that ruler. And yeah. so him being forced into that situation was just not ever what he wanted. And then now he's found Araya mm-hmm. and he wants to be with her, but he knows that she probably hates him. So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like he had a lot on his plate mm-hmm. and getting to see his POV. Now I see why you like it so much. Getting to see his POV was like, Wow, like he really does have the best intentions. Mm. Or so I thought. What I did thought you like think? This too. You thought yeah, that I mean, at that, at that moment, I wasn't sure. I kind of felt like he was still being like a little shady and hiding things. Mm-hmm. And so I believed that he believed that. But yeah. I didn't believe that it necessarily was all in Araya's best interest at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, he had a whole damn kingdom to run now. Right. And so oh. I, I, yeah, I don't but I see, I see what you mean. Yeah. Absolutely, I do. But but that's why, so as we like kept going, mm-hmm. that's why I asked if we remembered exactly when she realizes that it's a like blood relation thing and that she's half vampire. Because there's like a couple little pieces mm-hmm. that I picked out that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, so it was on page 75. She um, was talking about when she, all the explosions and stuff had just started. Yeah. And they... Uh, She's, like, trying to get out of her room and trying to talk to the guard to get out of there or whatever. And she's, like, fighting against the guard. And he goes, she goes, no, he just panted, his heart beating fast. Mother, how could I hear his heartbeat so clearly as I press my forearm to his throat? And so at that point, I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, can you hear his heartbeat because you're part vampire? Oh, because yeah. Because I think at that point we didn't know that for sure that she really was. Mm-hmm. But then I went back and read that and I was like, 
you look that, that was the sign. Like, I yeah. wonder if that's why you were being a little bit stronger than maybe people would have expected you to be as a human. Uh-huh. And you like were having these senses other people didn't. It's so funny you say that because I was actually having the same thoughts while reading this. Yeah. And I don't know if I pinpointed it exactly to that part, but I know there were parts while I was reading it and I was like, wait, that seems just like a little bit stronger, a little bit too convenient, like this power. Mm -hmm. And then kind of like we were talking about earlier, like with the blood, which it was a little bit later, uh, but we were talking about the blood and she was drinking the wine. It was like, oh, there's, there's something here, whether she knows it or not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Did you realize how, um, when she's talking, so she finds those glass shards, right? Mm -hmm. And they realize it's like a communication device yeah. with her and Jasmine. Yep. And Jasmine blew up the city the exact same way that they had blown up, like, the, the castle in the trials. Mm-hmm. Didn't you love their interaction, though, when they were talking? Because I, I really liked, because I think Aurea had always felt like a lesser yeah. being, you know, up until that point. Like, partially because her father, like, always downplayed, like, oh, you're this little human, whatever. And Especially with like, this little human. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and Jasmine had, too. And I think that yeah. they had had a pretty, I don't know, strenuous relationship going yeah. into, or going through book one. And I really liked that when she found that device, yeah. right away, Jasmine was like, you are now our leader, mm-hmm. period. I listen to you, period. What instructions do you have for me? What do you want me to do? And Could I you thought imagine? that immediate level of respect, yeah. I just, it, it made me change my perspective on Jasmine so quickly mm-hmm. because I didn't love her. Well, because she had kind of been a brat yeah. to, uh, to her before. And so I did, I don't know. It didn't seem like she respected Aurea as 100%. in the same way that Vincent had. And it was at that moment that I felt like you really could see that Jasmine really was like, I'm here to support mm-hmm. whoever is in charge for us, right? And I will right. be loyal to you, regardless of my internal feelings, what they had been before. Like, it wasn't about you. It wasn't personal. I don't it's know. Like, so that this was, is, it's like, I'm follow, your dad is the leader. I'm following the leader, basically. Right. Like, this is my job. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. And to know that it wasn't personal and that she actually did want to help her, is, yeah. I felt like that was just... It I, was subtle, but it, it, was, was, it was a difference, yeah. I think, in Aurea, too, of yeah, being 100%. like, oh, I... I could be respected as a leader. Like, I really can yeah. do this. It wasn't just Vincent yeah. telling me I could do this. And I I really, I thought that was cool. I thought it was, the dynamic was extremely interesting to me, too, because she's basically a prisoner in this castle while mm-hmm. this is all happening. Right. And so she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm expected to be a leader of all of these people, yet in the public eye, I'm supposed to be this, like, prisoner who doesn't want to be married, And I was like, this is such an interesting dynamic because it's really giving her the confidence to like rule in the future. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it was, I was so excited because I was like, we are going to see some great personal growth here. We are going to see like her rise up to the occasion. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it It was good. Because I mean, before then, the only person that I think we had heard say anything like potentially positive about the future Mm -hmm. for Aureo was Septimus in, like, a really creepy way. It was weird. It wasn't right? like, I believe in you. It was like, I'm no. betting on you. Yeah. You better win. Well, so, he, and he even says that after um, he finds, you know, the communication device, so, which is why okay. I think he probably yeah, was aware of what was, was going so on. But he, you know, makes a, and this is, again, why I was like, when did he find out that they were blood-related? Because he goes, most mm-hmm. offspring aren't used, aren't able to use the blooded instruments of their parents or vice versa. And then he, like, you know, was kind of looking at it and he goes, the fact that you were actually able to use this and communicate information to your general, that's unusual and impressive. Perhaps it's I because of your earmark. Who can truly understand the magic of the gods? But it, it really oh, made yeah. me feel like he was behind Everything. all of that. Which I, when they kind of explain, explain it, like, later on in the book when Septimus is like, this is what I did, this is how I did it, and he's kind of just, like, talking through, like, everything he did, I was like, dang, I truly did not see that coming (laughs) (laughs) you're a shake i know she's she's like i just want to come say hi really quick and then bye yeah (laughs) bye guys yeah but i loved that septimus like really planned out everything from the beginning Mm. and he had like routes a b c like he had it all planned out and i didn't see it coming i i should have right (laughs) well and that's why again in book two 
I felt the same way I did in book one. If you remember in the oh, last I remember, episode, yeah. I talked about Varys from uh, from Game of Thrones. And you thinking, mean the eunuch? <laughs> <laughs> that that I really. I still feel like in this book, it's mm-hmm. the same way because I felt the same way about fairies. That oh, yeah. He like, didn't really expect it, but he was really pulling all this, the puppet strings, the strings behind. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see it coming. Like, I knew he was shady. I didn't know he was going to be behind all of it. Mm. That's where I was like, mm-hmm. whoa. Mm. I didn't realize he was going to be, like, the main bad guy. <laughs> the yeah. main villain. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. But then I loved that this book has one of my favorite, I guess maybe not exactly like a trope, but a <laughs> scene maybe of like the guy carrying the girl and flying. I, oh, I uh-huh. love those scenes when you've got I like the tension of the physical closeness. Yeah. And it's like, the, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. Oh, but I, I love do. that. <laughs> and so we have another one of those scenes after when oh, Rain is so like good. going to pick her up and it's the first time that they've like been close since everything with the trials and he's like may i like i know can that I he pick asks you oh, oh. it's like reminding me of like akatar mm-hmm. we have one of those things in akatar when farah gets carried or oh, like you mean when they're fucking in the sky oh i wait, mean that too that? <laughs> like we have crescent city when hunt yeah. is carrying uh bryce and yeah. stuff where i don't think if you haven't read the bargainer series right no i haven't read that one there's a scene like a carrying scene in there like Ooh. I just, I always love those types of scenes of like, oh, you're just like being cradled and. Well, cause, okay. Yeah. I don't know if this is all women. I, I'm assuming <laughs> because of all the tropes that we're talking about here now, though. Um, women just love to be carried by the man. <laughs> we yeah, love a good carry it. scene. Yeah. Throw me around. <laughs> Throw me around. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm. Yeah. I liked that. I liked, well, and then. I liked that she was actually receptive to it, even though she's, mm-hmm. like, having all of these thoughts about, like, hating him and everything. I love that she was still just like, I'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that. Did okay. you notice the difference then after Aurea and Rain come back from that trip that they were flying around and um, he agrees to take the locks off of her door and she's wandering the corridors and she says... All at once, it hits me why it feels so strange to walk these corridors because I've never been allowed to before. And I just thought that was interesting that she talks so much about feeling like a prisoner now with Rain, and she didn't with her father, but her father was way more restrictive Um, on her behavior. Do you remember? Okay, I hated her father literally from the beginning. Yeah. And I knew, because I knew it was like a manipulations type of situation. And now after kind of seeing like, she is his true heir mm. that like he really was just trying to protect himself oh it made me so mad oh it made me so mad i hate it and mm-hmm. she keeps like seeing him all throughout this like like visualizing him you know throughout this whole book made me so angry and yes. i get like he had his own reasons whatever but i hated him for a me while too. i was reading this and it, I, I hated that she kept seeing him and me thinking too. anything of his feelings at all exactly like, and especially, so you were just kind of saying how when she's walking the corridor, she's feeling like a prisoner. And she's realizing she maybe felt more like a prisoner before. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I knew I hated Vincent. I knew I hated him for her reason. Yeah. Like, he really was just try- so out there to protect himself. And yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't love it. It made me really mad. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really hate that when there's like a man that, is like overly protective and saying that something that he needs to do for like the woman, but really Uh it's for their own best interest or because they're the ones that are jealous or they're the ones that don't want to have to deal with or whatever. It's so tough too. It's so tough, especially in this situation. Like it's a father figure. Mm -hmm. And so she really wants to look up to him and he's saying Mm -hmm. he's doing all of these things for her to protect her and everything. And like as a child, like you, you don't, realize that you don't realize you don't recognize you don't see the deeper meaning behind everything and like that is just like a classic manipulation and mm. to me seeing it from the outside just pissed me off mm-hmm. it made me so mad but i i hated him in the first book and there are so many people who just like are vincent never really uh uh yeah i possibly been, like him a lot of people i've been listening what? to like a lot of other podcasts and like tiktoks and stuff and like well, that's like you saying that people don't like kenji and shatter me and i'm sorry but anybody that tries to say that kenji is yeah. not kenji is still my favorite 
person that's serious. Oh, yes. So there must be some big things that happened in the last three books. Cause Exa- like something has to happen that we don't look at. <laughs> We're Kenji stands. Right. But Vincent, like not, not from, Vincent stands. <laughs> not at all. From the very beginning, I was like, this yeah, is he was sketchy. Crappy. I did not like him. Right. Right. I don't like anybody controlling. I don't either. And I think because I grew up in kind of like a controlling household, it's just like, Mm. I don't I don't like that and when I see it from the outside and like the child isn't able to see it Mm. it, yeah it hits me he's just he was he was stifling her and there's other parts in here that I marked too that I felt Mm -hmm. like Vincent stifled her growth so much and like prevented her Mm -hmm. from becoming the person that she could be right just because he was scared of the result of that exactly and we especially especially see this when she goes to like who was that what was the distant cousin's name e- evelina yeah evelina is that how we say it yeah i think so evelina. they go to lahore <laughs> which correct is that what up. it's called is lahore i don't it's even remember it's l-a-h-o-r and so i kept calling <laughs> lahore. it lahore <laughs> we're going to lahore <laughs> I'm like, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> well, that's hilarious. I don't know that I actually paid attention to what the name yeah. of that place was, but I mean, it could also she, be Lair. When she, I'm gonna call it Lahore. Me too. <laughs> when she first gets there, though, and uh-huh. um, like uh, Evelina scratches her shoulder <gasps> or whatever, immediately no. Oh yeah, yeah. Immediately no. Same like that TikTok. Immediately no. <laughs> immediately <Yeah>. no. <laughs> like was absolutely not for that because that was. Just like already yeah. set the scene. Dude, those kids. Um, I was literally just about to bring that the up. The writing for that section, I thought. Creeped me the fuck oh, out. Oh, it was so good at, I think it was like descriptive enough to paint a picture, but left enough open to yeah. like, I really envisioned yes, that scene. Yes, me like too. Like all of those creepy turned children and stuff. They all looked the same in my head. Uh, Carissa Broadbent, you are a genius. <laughs> Yeah. You are a genius for writing that yeah. se- those scenes because <laughs> oh I re- like it's supposed to creep you out mm-hmm. and I literally just got like shivers down my spine I was like oh, oh it was one of those like hard to read it was kids. so creepy it was so creepy well then um, Evelina isn't that old either and so you start to isn't I mean, she yeah well she was really she was like five when the rest of her family was murdered by Vincent oh. because remember Vincent came out and like cleared house yes. and Evelina was accidentally missed and she thinks it was like intentional she thinks she was supposed to be the next heir uh-huh. and she's kind of pissed at Rhea because she thinks that that should be her role right and yeah that she goes nuts <laughs> she literally is already oh. nuts she's clearly like legitimately and in, insane like psychologically yeah. insane oh i mean she's hanging out with little boys every day mm. she has literally nobody else yeah i ugh, ugh. still so creepy i pictured this like you know, you know when stone gets like the water marks and it looks like really dirty, but it just looks like dark and like grimy. Yeah, I pictured that's what the entire like mm. broken city, city basically looked like, mm. mm-hmm. and I was like, just every, like in dis- disarray. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's what I would picture that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that feast scene was really interesting. Oh yeah, I did really like. I I feel like that was probably about. The turnaround moment for me for Rain, um, yeah. because so we had already seen, I think it was at this point we had already seen that he had been cleaning up the human districts, right? That's where he had brought oh my gosh, brought Araya before, and so now we get to Evelina's place, and she has the you know live woman, yeah. human woman oh. that's like going to be dinner basically for everybody, and in like act of humanity basically Rain kills her quickly and as painlessly as he can yeah and i think that was probably the turning moment for me where i was really like okay okay i've yeah i mean i don't totally forgive him but i like i i can be on board with Mm -hmm. understanding that he he really does mean well yeah even if he didn't go about it in the best way right you know what else he didn't go about in the best way throwing her off a fucking cliff Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. But he's he's like, oh, I just I should have guessed that you're half a vampire right from the first time we flew together. Okay, I'm sorry, but what gave you the inkling that she had wings? That made me so mad. Well, because she's half vampire, I guess. I mean, she's got a lot of other power and stuff. And it's not like he was gonna let her fall. Like he would have caught her, right? He would have flown down and caught her. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably be pretty pissed if I was Araya. Well, even I just, if I did have wigs, I'd it just be reminds so mad. me of like when you have a toddler who's learning how to ride a bike, and yeah. you're like walking behind them. You're like, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna let go." Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, let me let go. Uh, I would freak out. <laughs> and like, don't let you, go. Yeah, all the kids are like, "Don't you dare let go! Don't you dare yeah. let go!" But then you let go, and they're totally fine, and they ride the bike, and that—that's what that scene reminded me of. I can absolutely see that. But at the same time, <laughs> she had not shown any sign at all that she had wings. You're just gonna throw her off a cliff? <laughs> Unless, a do you think that he noticed at that feast that she enjoyed that wine? Oh, the wine that was actually blood? Yeah. Because I know she was, like, having the inner monologue of, like, oh, there's something in here. But uh, did she explicitly, like, express it? Like, oh, I like no, this. No, she didn't say anything, but she did drink it, I guess. But I think he's probably seen in the same way that we were saying a lot of moments leading up to oh, them. Oh, he's observant. Yeah. That I, I think he's probably noticed a lot of the things that yeah. she's done that have made it seem like she has, I don't know, vampire traits. So, yeah. And if she's already got all this power, right, because he already knows that she has all this magic and power, and he knows that you just conjure wings, because from his own experience of learning as a turned vampire, right, then, I don't yeah. know, I don't I apparently was less Did mad you li- about that. So you liked the scene? Well, I, I, it just reminded me, it literally reminded me of learning how to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. But I, I just remember like mouth open. <laughs> I felt, I think for me, it was more significant when she like woke up after she had been knocked out and she's just like hysterically sobbing oh, because yeah. she's like, oh my God, that's why Vincent never wanted me to climb or do anything like this. Like he didn't want me to learn. So she's like, he knew. That's he what I'm knew saying. that I could do this, and he specifically stifled my growth, and uh-huh. that that I killed was me. way more heartbreaking for me. That than was so heartbreaking. Her being for me thrown as well. out a window. <laughs> no, because at the end of the day, I thought it was kind of funny. It wasn't like a heartbreaking moment, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. When you realize that Vincent really has been like stifling her growth for his own gain, because she's his true heir, and he didn't want her to know, so she didn't kill him. That. Oh my, that was so heartbreaking. And she's like having Mm. this realization basically all by herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was heartbreaking to me. But then again, I hated Vincent and didn't trust him from the very beginning. And so I, I don't know. It was, it was sad to see her go through that realization. Mm. Mm. But I, um, what did you think of their little fight when she like sends him away and she's like i'm not leaving i'm mister you leave i'm hanging out by myself in this tower i was like okay you child <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go stomp your feet and well, throw up it right and it kind of made me laugh too because then even immediately afterwards when she like wants to fly to the other tower and she's like oh my back is tired maybe i shouldn't have sent him away I'm yeah like, you think it totally reminded me of like girls that walk away and they're like oh I'm leaving. And they like expect their significant <laughs> other to become me? chasing after them. Yeah. That's exactly, I was like, I feel like she expected him she to be like coming it. back and be like, no, 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 please. Yeah, and said he's like, all right, I guess. I'll let you deal with this thing. on your own. She's yeah. like, oh wait, no. And she especially shouldn't have done it because who comes up and tries to like insanely kill her. Jesus, yeah, Evelina and like the creepy child yeah. who are actually up there because she finds that Chris, Crescent moon like necklace yeah up in that spot that clearly has something to do with vincent we don't really know what because she feels that weird tug towards it yeah mm-hmm. like and, she does with the sword mm-hmm. and so she gets pinned up by her wings and is like being tortured but she's so she's you, so badass i was gonna say you like <laughs> learn that in a in a good way she can be manipulative like what she learned from her oh, father yeah. uh-huh. and she's like very careful with her words and and how she oh, yeah. I don't know, convinces, like, Evelina to do what she wants her to do. I loved it. I thought that was really smart. I loved that scene. Like, as much as I was like, oh, it sucks. You want to know what I was thinking about? So Mm -hmm. in Actar, when they talk about their wings and being touched and all of the things that Mm -hmm. happened with Wingspan, um, I was just imagining how sensitive they are when she's being, like, strewn up. It's not like... Yeah, pinned by them. Yeah. It's like she's not... Like, she literally cannot do anything because she's in, like, extreme so much pain. pain. Well, but then it really shows you how strong she is. That she, like, doesn't she rip, rip herself yeah. off of the oh wall when she God. finally gets the sword? Ugh. Yeah. It just but it just gave it, like, extra significance knowing, like, other series that talk about how sensitive the wings are. Yeah. And the Bargainer series, you haven't read that one yet, right? Nope. Yeah, that's another one that I think has, like, 
there's a scene that this really reminded me of from really? there. Yeah. That I, I won't give any other spoilers for that, but just there's, there's some pieces of this that really reminded me of that series too. And it's like a pretty intense, I don't know, scene there also. So we love a man with a good wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. No. It's so, so I'm looking at my notes right now and it says Rain thinks that Rain may have wings so he, in all caps, drops her from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly oh. I was very excited about this. Yeah. Oh what goodness. did you think of just in general the fact that she had wings? Um, part of me thought that it was like a little cliche that like, okay. I thought it was too convenient. I yeah. thought it was too convenient. I I mean, I get it. That it's yeah. like a cool thing for her to learn. I felt like it was too convenient. Yeah. I, I actually didn't really like, and especially that it, I felt like it happened so easily. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Really like like why? Like she was very adventurous as a kid. Mm-hmm. She's jumped off of like walls and stuff. Like you don't think she would have tried to find yeah, them no. earlier? Because I at least liked, okay, uh, Akatar spoilers for the next like 30 seconds if you haven't read it yet <laughs> but I at least like when Farah was like having to try and figure out how to use it like it was like a very hard learning exactly lesson to figure it out and I felt like immediately here she's like oh I have wings and look I'm in the air and I'm totally fine and oh they're a little tired but they're a little tired but I can make it to this I other thing manage. yeah I d- didn't right. like that I thought that was too easy exactly and going back to the Akatar spoilers I loved that Farah since she had like very different powers it wasn't like she was a vampire she had to like conjure the wings and then she had to learn how to use them mm-hmm. and she had like flying lessons with Asriel that's yeah that's like, what I'm remembering is all the flying and she struggled yeah, for a while she did. with it which yeah. I sometimes I don't feel like Araya struggles as much maybe like physically I know she struggles mentally mm-hmm. because of all of like the manipulation and everything she's gone through but like sometimes I feel like oh she got out of that a little easy mm-hmm. until the end of the book I didn't really feel like that at the end of the book mm-hmm. But I did to the point when you were talking about the sensitive <laughs> wings, though, mm. I did enjoy the, the oh, sensitive yeah. wing scene. The wing play. Oh, wait. Okay. So side note, talking about wings, apparently I've seen all these TikToks and it's like people are at Barnes and Noble and they'll see like Akatar and... I can't think of other series that have wings at the top of my head, but then across it'll be a puzzle that talks about wingspan. <laughs> like <laughs> actual like, bird wingspan. We know. We know what this <laughs> means. That's awesome. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. That's so funny. I feel like it's like the fantasy equivalent of like how big your shoes are, how big your oh, hands are. Like, like how big your wingspan. I know. <laughs> Which, like, I'm, like, crying. I'm laughing so hard. Um, but it makes me think... I'm just, like, so excited to reread Akatar again. Yeah. And see all of, like, the little hints that are put in about everything. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I need, a re- oh. I need to start that reread for I sure. I know, me too. Me too. That's oh, okay. now yeah. is when... So, now is when they go back to the human realms because... Aurea just needs like a minute to herself. I thought it was earlier in the book, but I guess it was now. But she goes to that bar and she just like really wants to be alone. And so she goes and grabs like that cheap shit beer. And Rain meets her there unexpectedly. And then that's when he tells her that he's the one that's keeping the human realms safe. Oh, I thought she found out earlier. Yeah. I did too. I thought it was like really early on in the book, but I guess it was later on like this. And. To me, that was so important because we thought that Vincent was, like, this fantastic ruler, this person who was, like, actually keeping everybody safe, like, he was doing everything that he could. But then you realize that, like, Rain in this short amount of time has already done so much mm-hmm. more than, like, Vincent has done. And it's, like, in in the goodness of everybody like in the kingdom everybody like in the realm he like just wants to keep everybody safe he doesn't want like this power to just like go to his head Mm -hmm. and to me like showing these very stark differences between rain and vincent was huge and Mm -hmm. i felt like it was just done so well by this scene Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it is it shows you that he's like a very different ruler than Mm -hmm. vincent ever was 
Yeah, and I liked that. Even though he is seeing some, like, brutal tendencies from himself, mm-hmm. I still felt like he didn't like it and he wanted to change that from the previous ruling. And yeah. so, like, he would notice it. Hi, Dixie girl. So, okay, okay. Basically, so. after we find out that Rain has been keeping the human realm safe, is when he really opens up to Araya about thinking that there's a traitor. In his group? In his group. Who did you think it was? I don't know. Honestly, I I mean, I felt like it was Septimus, but wasn't it not actually Septimus? It was somebody else? Well, so he initially says that he thinks it's Vale. Mm. But Oh, yeah, the one with the human, or the turned wife. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, what did you think of that? Um, I liked it because I actually, instead of thinking it was like a traitor situation, I thought it gave them something in common because Aurea is not turned, you know, but like they're not normal vampires. Right. Any of them really Mm -hmm. like rain was turned. Aurea is like a half vampire, half human. She is the turned wife. Vale is kind of like the only normal really one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I definitely like got the sense that there was also a traitor, but I I was on the fence of who it was actually going to be because mm-hmm. at this point I thought Septimus might actually be helping them. I didn't. I wasn't really. Full, uh-huh, oh, I wasn't I... fully on board with him Mm-mm. being like a hundred percent the traitor. I thought he was creepy from day one. I didn't oh, trust I him from day one. For sure. I, I didn't trust him ever. I thought. Yeah. I definitely thought. But that's why, like, when things happened later, I thought he was behind it originally. Ooh. For sure. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I see that a hundred percent. Yeah. But I liked um, Lilith, the turned mm-hmm. um, wife. I liked her as a character. I liked her too. Because she's very, like, strong and mm-hmm. confident in a world that maybe doesn't yep. su- support her in the same way. And they maybe, like, don't expect her husband to really actually care about her and stuff. Oh, yeah. And she's very, like, no, I'm not afraid. You guys want to have this wedding? Fine. Let's do it. We'll do it. Like, yeah, yeah whatever whatever the house whatever night needs. needs. So, yeah, I, I loved that was it cool. too. And I felt like she she was like brave. Mm-hmm. Even in a situation where maybe she might not have been originally, like she showed that bravery and she showed she was like willing to do whatever. So I loved that as well. Mm-hmm. I loved it. What did you think of Aurea's conversation with Septimus like right before the wedding? And he was basically like, if you come onto my side, you can live. That's what I got out of that. I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> it was when okay, was so it was basically like the night before that big wedding occurs. And I don't have like the page number. Yeah. I'm just going off of memory here. <laughs> but when she shows yeah. up in the library and he's got like a glass of scotch or whiskey or whatever the fuck he's drinking, and he's like Hey, like, I've been betting on you this whole time. If you join my side, you can live. And she was like, I'll take my chances. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just like... I didn't really ever believe him that he would have, like, even if she tried to go to side, I, don't I didn't believe I did him either. that he would ever do that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so the wedding the, oh, finally the wedding. happens, right? And... It's like kind of sad because I feel like Ray and Rain were like actually not having a bad time. Yeah, he was like being protective. Yeah, she was having fun. She was enjoying it. And he like dips off to the side first, and is freaking drugged. Um, yeah. Before Araya tries to come and find him, right, and then she's drugged after, and yeah, that's like so sexy. Like he can tell what's happening as it's happening, and it's like he has nothing. They can't do anything about it. Which but she really... didn't. She didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. To see. Okay. I thought it was crazy to see the difference between Rain was like, oh shit, this is exactly what is happening to me. He knew. And Araya's like, la da da. This is a good time. I'm having fun. Oh, wait. No, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was such like a a difference between the two of them and how they experienced being drugged. Are you laughing at me, Penny Dixie? Yeah. 
She's just giving me She's those so eyes. She's so sweet. She's like, hi guys, pay attention to me. Oh, you just want the pets. Yeah. I just want the pets. Yeah. Sorry, I could just see those eyes. But could you imagine everybody was in on it? Yes. Well, not everybody, just, just a lot of people. A yeah. lot of people, like, in his po- own political Basically, group, basically. everybody but Vale and Lilith. Yeah, I guess. Because they ended up yeah. being locked up. But, like, Septimus at one point goes, I, t- I told you I only make winning bets. I'm sorry this time it wasn't on you. Mm. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Everybody was betting against both her and Rain. Yeah. That's because so many people still didn't have any respect for him after, mm-hmm. like, his past life of being... A yeah. consort? I don't know the nice way to put that. I know. I'm like, what's, what's a good way to put that? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. I was so... To me, that felt like a worse betrayal to both of them than it was for Rain mm-hmm. and Aurea. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. To me, it was just like both of them, they were both drugged. They were both dragged away in separate places. And somebody else was trying to overthrow the kingdom. And, like, looking back on Rain, it was just, like, he ultimately was trying trying to save her, trying to mm-hmm. make her not feel like a prisoner, trying to make her feel empowered, mm-hmm. as he has this entire time. And meanwhile, people are working, or vampires, I'm sorry, are working behind their back, for their own good. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. Well, it's like just a classic, you know, the people in power want to stay in power kind of oh, moment, sure. right? It's like mm-hmm. the same way, like, you know, the wealthy want to stay wealthy kind of equivalent oh, yeah. of that. They don't want the people below them to be brought up at all in status because it, they think it devalues them. Right. And so they don't, all of these people, they don't want the humans to be getting any rights or anything because it devalues them. It takes away from their it, yeah. comfort in life. Absolutely. Stupid. I thought it was stupid too, but at, at the same time, I couldn't like, I thought that their situation sucked, but I didn't know, like I didn't see like a clear way out of it. Mm. And I felt like they both acted like really intelligently. To escape. To escape, yeah. 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 And then after they escape. Oh. oh, my God. So they go back to that apartment, right, that Rain yeah. has. And the the scene when he's like, I have all this money for you. You can be free. You can go. Go do what you I'll want. I'll go back. He's like, you I go. know this is what you've always wanted is just it's freedom. Just, uh, did you think she was going to go? For a second, I, I did, did, too. And I was like, you better not freaking I was like, you bitch, you better idiot. not go. But you I better thought, not. I thought it was going to be one of those, like, again, Akatar spoilers. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one of those, <laughs> like, uh... You know, she leaves and goes home and then is like, oh, no, I need to I come back. I should have gone back. I thought it yeah. was going to be that. And so I'm really glad that we didn't have to deal with that. I know, in me between. too. Me too. But, but yeah, for a hot second there, I was like, she's going to, she's going to go. Yeah. I was, I was really hoping she wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. But then she stays. Yeah. And then they have spicy time. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent spicy time. Again, the, there weren't a ton of like super sexy scenes. But the ones that were there... High were quality, well-earned. Oh, very well-earned. <laughs> very descriptive. Put me in the moment. Put me in the mood. <laughs> babe. Babe. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yep, yep. Those are, those are, those are the good ones. Those are the good ones, I know. Yeah. There were like a couple in each book that were just like... Ooh, oh yeah, okay, I like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that she decided to stay though, Me and that too. we didn't have to go through a like redemption in that way. Yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. Um, who knew Vincent had so many secret tunnels? Secret tunnels. <laughs> yeah, <that's just> <laughs> <laughs> Are you waiting for me to sing that again? Yeah, I was. <laughs> secret I really tunnels. Was. Yeah, going through the freaking sewer water yeah, or whatever. Ew. Yeah, that Disgusting. was gross. Uh, also painted a picture in my mind. Absolutely. But. Just covered in shit. Yeah. Basically. What did you think of, um, uh, like, the realization with Mish and the Shatterborn Prince, though? Because in the last book, she had, like, a weird interaction with him there, too. He was, like, kind of weird about her. What did mm-hmm. you think when you found out that he was the one who turned her? So I didn't actually remember the first interaction from the first book oh. with Misha and the Shadowborn guy. Yeah, it's like, so at the ball, 
she's like kind of he's there and she's like kind of weird about her was that is not it that one or maybe it's in this one it's in this one earlier. that's at the wedding oh maybe it's at the wedding yeah, yeah. but she's they don't know oh. at that point what's weird about it. They just know that she's really uncomfortable. Well, clearly him. he doesn't realize it. Yeah. Because how well, many times do we think he he's done this? Act like it though, because no. he clearly realizes it later. He knows who oh, she is, yeah. but I think he's pretending that he doesn't yeah. earlier. Honestly, if I was in her situation, I'd be feeling the same damn way. Yeah. I. Yeah. And the way she killed him, <laughs> she got her revenge. I freaking loved that scene. Yeah. Because I was like. Oh, girl, you get your revenge. And she did it in, like, the most gruesome way. Well, and she feels bad. She thinks that Rain's going to be like, man, Rain's like, nah, dude. He's like, I wish I was there so I could have seen yeah. it. Yeah, he's like, you got to do what you got to do. Oof. We Which love was that. Good. We love yeah. that. It was, like, good support of, like, needing that moment to move on from, mm-hmm. like, previous trauma in life. Well, and I also love that Rain was so supportive because it really just comes back to, like, Mish and Rain have always been platonic. Mm-hmm. And they just love each other like siblings and i i loved that he supported her with like no questions asked nothing mm-hmm. like we need those kind of supporters in our life and i just, i loved that he was like all for it mm-hmm. but okay you know what's kind of making me mad about that though like she took so long to tell him mm. like why i don't know why she was so nervous to tell him what she did yeah yeah i don't know either because i didn't feel like she should have to be like i felt like she should be comfortable exactly and like orea i love orea for like not going in and like telling misha's secrets Mm -hmm. but at the same time i felt like he needed to know it felt like he needed to know and she misha avoided rain for Mm -hmm. what felt like forever yeah until he finally, like, cornered, cornered her and was her. like, tell me what the hell is going on. hmm Yeah. Okay, so the the next few parts, it the book kind of felt like it was just, like, skipping around a little bit, where they're, like, going... It's a lot of moving places. A lot of moving places. Um, but I feel like the next important part was that battle, where Simon was, like, a weird-looking creature thing. Yeah, with the teeth, like, embedded <laughs> in him or whatever. Oh, God. That was so gross. And, like, the, the metal was, like inside of his skin yeah that was a very uh, descriptive picture that was maybe a little grosser than i needed <laughs> yeah 100 percent agreed i thought that that was just like so gross um but but they know that they because of how fricked up uh, yeah. simon is that like they're gonna lose if they don't have more power and so they're like right. we still really need that god power that they were looking for that septimus was looking for yep. and she's kind of realized Ray's kind of realized where vincent has hidden the something 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 important they don't know what it is but they know that it's important yeah and then they like fly off to this like desolate thing. okay here's what this is what it made me think of have you seen aladdin <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know where in the very yes. beginning where they like it's like the tunnel that's like in the sand? Yes. yes. That is one hundred percent what I pictured. Thousand percent accurate. <laughs> yes. Could not I'm picture so something better. Yes. That is yeah. literally perfect. <laughs> so. I will insert picture of a lot of tunnel here. A lot of sand tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, it but she's just like, like they basically drop her go. off and she's like in here by herself yeah. while everybody else is just like off fighting. Yes, basically. And so she goes into this like huge room and okay, props to her because I'm horrible at riddles, right? Yeah, And she too. like, oh, I'm just going to use my blood. It would have taken me days to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at riddles. Like everybody knew the Akatar riddle. I did not. I didn't know it until it was said and I was like. I still don't get it. Everybody told <laughs> I feel like so many people that I've seen on TikTok have like immediately known yeah, no. what that riddle was. And when Did I, I didn't slightest. know it until no. Farron knew it. No, girl, when they said it and I was like, how? And I had to go back and be like, are you sure? Are you sure? You sure about that? Are you sure about you that? You sure about that? You sure about that? 
<laughs> that is 100% what I felt. I was like, there's no, no, it can't be that easy. And I was like, well, I guess it worked well, for her, once, so maybe. Once they said it, I thought it made sense. No. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't necessarily guess it before then. I'm a doctor who's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm book smart, not street smart. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but that, that's how I felt about those rules, too. I didn't, wouldn't have necessarily gotten that. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting picturing, like, the, oh, the yeah. rings, like, like going Like, the levels. In. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was so cool. And she was, like, in his memories. I I know that probably was supposed to be, like, the redeeming moments for Vincent. I still didn't feel like that was redeeming to me. I don't, I don't know, especially because of how they talk about her mom and helping with that. And, yeah, I'm sure it was supposed to be redeeming, but I, I didn't feel like he was redeemed in my mind. Agreed. Absolutely. In fact, I feel like it was just, like, reaffirming my decisions and thoughts mm-hmm. about him because it was just like, wow, okay, you knew woman was pregnant with child and you kind of just like still left her forever. And then you killed yeah. everybody to get her back. Yeah. Like, I understand that that's like a core memory, but like at the same time, that's not a redeeming quality. Yeah. Yeah. But Aurea, I feel like Aurea kind of realizes that too. Like, yeah. wow, you still killed off everybody yeah. to like keep your own power and to keep me safe, which I suppose is like, good for her in the short run but like yeah like because she used to place him like so much higher than everybody else and she was like thought the world of her dad and i feel like as the books go on she's like yeah kind of going down a notch and realizing that like he's just a person yeah right and and he's just doing what he can to stay alive and survive and keep the power yeah i feel like power was a huge huge Mm -hmm. play in this book which and it's interesting because it wasn't even just physical power right Mm -hmm. it also I think, and that's, like, I think I mentioned it earlier, like, her way of manipulating people, too, yeah. like, and it works well for her, right? Oh, but, yeah. like, all of those other things, like, those are also forms of power. A hundred percent. And so it was yeah. it was interesting to see that power didn't have to be just physical force. And the end kind of was just it physical kinda, yeah, force. Yeah, it kind of ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. So they go back to this huge battle that's happening, right? Yeah. Okay, did not see that coming where Aurea, like, calls on the goddesses. Mm. Um, Oh, the other the other goddess, right? Because she tries to get, like, a Corda... What is it? A Corda... Corda something? Cordalis? Corda... The Corda... The bond. The bond. bond. Yeah, we'll just say the bond. Yeah, she tries to get the bond to save (laughs) Rain, right? Because isn't like Rain dying? Yeah. Oh, and I thought that was like a nice tie back to to her um, relationship with um, it's Rain's friend. Why am I blanking on her name? Mish. Mish, right? (laughs) Because yeah, Mish used to be a priestess of like a different goddess right and so she had yeah. they had kind of had a moment earlier talking she had different about powers that. yeah and so they had kind of talked about that earlier and so i thought that was a nice like full mm-hmm. circle moment to be like okay well niaxa is gonna uh deny them that bond and so instead Araya calls on a different goddess and like a different goddess yes. does fulfill it and I how just, cool was that yeah i thought that was with cool. like especially like we wouldn't have even known if they wouldn't have led that up with her going to her aunt's house. Yeah. And like her aunt is like, we don't, we don't support the goddess of Nyaxia. We right. support, what is the other goddess's name? Let me see. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Coriatus Bond. That's what it's called. Mm. The Coriatus Bond. Um, she, wow, I, I must have just been like reading, reading, reading because I don't even remember the name of the other goddess. I don't have it's it in fine. here. It doesn't really um, matter. It's like pretty much towards the end when it really is. They yeah. do that. I. <laughs> what did you think of the merged airmarks? Um, I loved it. I loved it. I died. I loved that part for sure. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So there's not supposed to be more books of this. Nope. This is it. That was the end. Yeah. I want more. <laughs> I thought, I don't Did know, I thought that like was it? a really good place to leave yeah? off. You yeah, because so? sometimes I like endings that leave off a little, like, open-ended almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, think the end of the battle, but, like, there's the whole life yeah. ahead of you kind of moment. Um, I actually really like, like that. Like, ending and on I, a high note? I prefer books that end like that than books that have a pro, or a, a epilogue. Okay. I sometimes don't like epilogues that come back like five years later and they're like, oh, because they look, don't end how we you have thought. babies and we have whatever. And yeah. I don't know. I don't, 
I, I actually kind of like just being like, you know what? This is our chance now to remake the future. That's it. Yeah. That's like, this is our moment. Right. Mm. And, um, so I thought that was actually a good place to leave it off. Yeah. It, it just, it left me wanting more. Like that, if that's the end, okay, I can understand mm-hmm. like you ended on a good note, but I'm like, I want more of Rain and Aurea. Yeah. I loved them together. And I felt like he was just such a good book boyfriend that I just, I really liked him. I think <laughs> I would be more interested to have a second duology in the same world centered on Mish or somebody else. <gasps> yeah. I think that that would be. Do you think she's gay? Yeah. Mm. I don't know why I just totally Me got too. that. Or at Me least too. Bi. I like, uh, yeah. definitely got that vibe. Yeah. I don't know why, but yes. Me too. I was like, they've really only talked about her being with men, mm. but like there's something about her that makes me think that she's bi or gay or something. Bi, wife, energy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just loved her. So I was like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. We're one in the same. <laughs> there's, I'm trying to think. There's been a couple other series that I've read that have like, either like every book or like every two books or something like switches couples like um the bridge kingdom oh yeah you haven't read that i yet, haven't right? read it yet but i yeah the bridge kingdom that. is like the first two books are about one couple the next two books are about a different couple yep. like and so it's it's all in the same world and it's the same well kind of seems like what akatar is going to end up being too yeah akatar is going to start to do some of mm-hmm. the like switching of couples um married to magic i don't know if you've read uh, nope i haven't ones. read that so that's like uh, was it like duel with the vampire king Ooh. and um, dance with the fae prince and mm. I don't remember. I think there's. I've heard of it. Yeah, there's the. It looks like the fourth one. I think is maybe gonna come out so- soon, which is like duet with the siren lord, maybe. Okay. Um, but those have like duel like. It's so each book is like a different, like a different couple, different. Okay. but it's set in the same world, and so I really like books like that because mm-hmm. I think you like the first. Cause that's part of what's hard about fantasy books sometimes is setting yeah. up the world. Right. But once you have a picture of that, there's like so many different areas you can explore. And mm-hmm. so I think that that will be something that's something that I would want to see more yes. than like another book about a and rain as I would love to see like Mish or somebody else that maybe interacts yeah. with them, but isn't them. So kind of like a silver Akasif. flames. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just like silver flames okay. where it's like about Nesta, but you like, you still see Reese and Farah, but you know, it's about it's different. Yeah. yeah. So have, have you read the novella? There's apparently a novella in between it. And mm. I don't know if it's in between or after or before, or, oh. but there's a novella that goes with this. Oh no, I haven't. And it's actually a novella. It's not at 500 pages. That's um, a bridging novel. Yes. It's a, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they even called it a bridging novel though. They didn't call it a novella. 500 freaking pages. That's <laughs> not a novella. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, apparently there's a novella that goes with this mm. and I don't know if it's like from Rain's perspective or what it is, but yeah, I was curious to see if you even heard of no, it. No, I hadn't heard of it. I'll have to look it up and see if it's like 1.5 or 2.5. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this is this is so fun. Please let us know what you think of this book because we freaking loved it. We yeah, loved this let series. us know what you thought of the duology. Let us know what you think we should do next. If you yeah. think Daughter of No Worlds and that whole series should be the next series or that should come up next because we loved Carissa Broadband. So. Oh, yes. We absolutely do. And so we are so excited to to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining. Thank Happy you. Happy reading. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep Keep it spicy, book lovers!